Welcome to Zenergy, the interactive podcast producing resources for a better life. I am Zen Ashe. I'm your conduit, your coach, and your catalyst for that better life. Um, I am here with Ku Genti, and he is um, a comic in Houston, and he also has a show on Facebook called Standing Room Only. So thank you for joining me. How are you? Oh, doing thank today? you for having me. How are you doing? <laughs> It's the first time I've met you, so we're meeting virtually. I think a lot of people are doing this since COVID. I know, right? <laughs> it's like a, it's a new world. You're just meeting people from that you've never met through this kind of machine. Before you know a couple of years from now, you're going to start talking to aliens from different planets and stuff. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm talking to some alien from Jupiter. I'm talking to some alien from... It's coming. It's coming. I'm telling you, it's coming to this whole new world of just straight virtual reality thing. It's becoming a thing. So, yeah, people got to get used to it. Uh, yeah, I've never thought about talking to aliens. That's a new thought. Well, but it's coming. I'm telling I, you, I, 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 <laughs> hey. before you know, you're going to be telling some alien from from Pluto or Jupiter or whatever the planets are. Like, oh, man, I just talked to this this guy from blah, 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 blah. He's an alien. He's going to do my podcast. I'm telling you, it's coming. <laughs> it's coming, girl. Just, I, I, just, just I will ready. take your word for it. I will take your word for it. So, so. You know, I've seen you on Facebook, and I saw that you posted that you went uh, full time with comedy uh, a while back. I did. I did. I went full time yeah. uh, two thousand and oh lord, two thousand and fourteen. I used to sell cars, and I got fired, and I just decided to all right, that's it. Just do full time comedy. That's what I did six years ago. Yeah, well, actually, almost seven years ago now. Oh wow! Well, well, congratulations on that. That takes a lot of guts, you know, to to step out and follow your dream and follow your talents, you know, so not everybody is uh, willing to do that and, and really no. believe in themselves to that extent. And uh, so I definitely give you kudos for that. And so you picked the word consistency off the little, ch the chart that I had on my podcast. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. I forgot I picked that word. I was like, Oh yeah, that's right. I picked consistency. I don't know. I like that word. That's a very good word. Consistency. I think that if whatever you, whatever you, well, my thing is one of my uh, favorite people in the world is Will Smith. I love Will Smith. Will Smith says that he's his thing is he says he's no, he might not be the most talented person in the world, but you're not going to outwork me. That's mm -hmm. one of his mantras that he says to himself every time he does a movie. And I picked up on that mantra and I go, that's a, actually a good way of living life. Like I might not be the most talented comedian in the world but you're not going to outwork me because I feel like that's what it is. Like consistency is the key. So if you're constantly doing the same thing and the same energy every day, you're bound to get some kind of good result. And that's what I believe in consistency because it's like one of my favorite words. Don't make me smell it, but I love that word. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. I agree with you about that dedication to right. the craft and the dedication to the work ethic and you know, showing up, you know, I think Woody Allen said like 80% or 90% of success was showing up, you know, being consistent on showing up, showing up, as yeah. you said, with that same energy and putting your all into what you're doing. Yeah. I mean, you have to, I mean, what's the point of you living if you're not putting every a hundred percent in whatever you do. And another thing I just, again, it's, it's another consistency thing that I think about every day. I, I always tell people that every day you wake up, be the best, best version of yourself. Be the best version of you. And that's what I do every day when I wake up. I say, all right, cool. Be the best version of you because all you have is you. You know what I mean? And always remember, people keep forgetting. And I don't know if we can talk about it, but what happened to uh, 
the Capitol Hill a couple of the days ago. It's like we don't have self uh, self reflection no more. We don't we don't have that self reflection. So I feel like whatever you go out that door, remember you might impact somebody in a positive way mm. or a negative way. Mm. So I try to be more in that positive realm. So I want to be more consistent when it comes to positivity. There's too much negativity out here right now in the world with social media and stuff like that. So I try to be more on that positive scale. And for the most part, it's been working. So yes, that's that's why I love consistency so much because I'm trying to be more positive and try to be more self-reflective and give that self-analysis of myself because people don't understand how you impact people. Because mm. like you prime example, if somebody does something bad to you, you go, you're an asshole. You'd be like, I'm not an asshole. I'm a good person. Well, it's not up to you. Mm. It's not up to you to save your asshole. It's my perception of you. That's what I'm saying. You're wherever you reflected to me, that's what I'm going to say back to you. So people have to be more self-awareness and self-reflective when they go outside because you are a representation of whatever that is that day. And people got to understand that. And that's what happened at Capitol Hill. Although these Trump supporters are not violent, but what happened now is forever being Trump supporters are violent people. Mm. It might not just be, you might be the most peaceful person that voted for Trump, but now the image that people are going to always associate Trump supporters as, as lunatics, as violent people. So we always have to think about self-reflection and people don't understand how important that is. And if they had a lot of self-reflection, they would never do that to themselves. They have no respect for the law or themselves. And that's why they did that. Because if you respected yourself, you would never do no stuff like that. But they did that because they don't respect e- themselves and they definitely don't respect the law of the land. So that's why self-reflection is very important for people. Well, I can agree with you on that. Um, you know, being on a medium like Facebook, you know, and you have your show, Right. You get to talk to a lot of people. What What is standing room only? What What do you want people to know about that? Uh, well, standing room only. It's funny because people always ask me, so standing room only, because everybody's sitting down and it's, it doesn't seem like everybody's standing. I'm like, no, it's 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 basically a metaphor. It's not, it's basically, it's, it, it doesn't mean what it says. It's not literally standing room only. It's a, just a metaphor and it's, 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 it's pretty much, uh, it's just a catchy phrase, you know what I'm saying? Just standing room only. It's like when you go to restaurants and you go, oh, it's packed, so it's standing room only. Like, okay, cool. Then you know you have to wait. So for us, standing room only is we're basically telling people, and this is my interpretation, I might be wrong, but I feel like standing room only is us as a people doing more of talking and saying, okay, this realm right here is filled and we're going to do a lot of talking. And we're not going to get no interruption while we're talking. And I think that's what Stan Romoli is. It's like four or five, six panel that we have on the show. We're just going to be talking with nobody actually interrupting each other. And everybody's having a good time. And for the most part, we started a new show uh, November 3rd, election night. And it's been good so far. So that's what that's what the show Stan Romoli, because I realize I watch a lot of news. <clears throat> and I realize that we don't see a lot of representation when it comes to people talking. Like if you do have somebody come from like a different works of life, they might have like five minutes on CNN or three minutes on CNN. They have a little panel, it's just like not that long. So what I realized was I said, you know what? People need to see more of different race of people talking for two hours about different topics and realize 
we're not that much different. We might have different names, different colors, different backgrounds, but we share the same fear. We share the same vulnerability. And that's what I've learned during this talk show is like I've learned so much in so little time about different works of people. And I love it. I always, I always was a searcher of knowledge. I always loved just different culture. You know what I mean? I just love different things. So when this show was like a perfect setup to just have so many different people on my show and we just have fun. The rule of my show is you don't have to be funny. You just have to be interesting. Gotcha. Gotcha. So so far it's been good. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you. I, I like bringing interesting people on my show too. I like to have the conversation. I want it to be spontaneous. I want to see where it goes because I feel like if people are really sharing their truth, then we get little nuggets that come out in the conversation and um, it's good to listen. It's good to learn. Oh, for um, sure. So, so that's why I like to come on and kind of just let things kind of flow and, and see where it goes. So, you know, I liked, I liked a lot of the things that you said, you know, about having different people come on with different points of view. And, and even with the topic of consistency, you know, one of the things that I put in the post is that pretty much everything has a positive and negative and consistency has lots of positives. For, for it, sure. But it also has the negative, you know, I'm wearing this shirt that has like a butterfly on it. Uh-huh. And sometimes people get stuck in consistency because they don't want to give up what they are used to. They are so used to being consistent at being whatever it is that right. they don't realize that now is the time to change. And I know with COVID, a lot of people got tripped up because they couldn't be consistent everything that they used to do was taken away. Correct. And they had to learn how to adapt. And so sometimes um, consistency can have a downside in terms of we get into a rut. We get into Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. But again, but that goes to self-reflection again, like we talked about. You have to understand that, okay, you have to adapt with the times. You cannot be the old person down this hill. I'm going to down this hill of no internet. I mean, if you want to be entertaining, you have to be on the internet. I'm sorry. That's the new age, the new era. And hell, it took, it took, oh, took time for me to actually get used to doing this. Cause I, I literally in my mind, I thought this is going to be a temporary thing. Then after I started doing more of this talk show thing, cause my first talk show was comic sucking the S word. I can't say it on here because I don't know if it's clean show or not. It was comic sucking S H I T. And I would just interview my comedian friends. So I was just having fun with it. But after a time, I started talking to a lot of comedians. I realized, okay, this is a whole new era now. This is going to be a whole new platform. And I kind of liked the whole talk show, being a talk show host. Like, I, I never thought I was going to be a talk show host. Like, in March last year, I was thinking about, you know, doing shows, traveling, and whatever. Then when my life shut down, the consistency fear came in. Like, oh, I've been doing this stuff for so long, the same way every day. It's like, okay, now I have to change my pattern. And that's what I did. I just changed the energy that I had for being down and sad. And I just channeled that for something good and doing a talk show. And so far, so good. Yeah. That's good. You You just got to move the energy. That's all you got to just move one energy. It's like kinetic energy. Move one energy to the other energy. I agree with that because energy doesn't die. It just transforms. Yeah, that's, that's what that's what science tells us, you know, and, and we have to be able to transform. We have to be able to realize when our consistency is holding us back 
and when it's helping us. Like you said, self-reflection. You know, with um, this being a new year, I'm talking to a lot of people about goal setting and about really looking, taking that look at yourself and where did you get to last year? I know everybody's year got disrupted, but where do you want to get to this year? And do you need to give up some of those habits that you've been consistent on and change them to something different? Right. You know? Absolutely. Um, or do you need to be more consistent because you were inconsistent and that was the problem? So it's you just have to reflect and figure out, OK, what is actually the issue? What is actually holding me back and, and how do I need to address it? You know, and that's what you're talking about with self-reflection. Yeah. And sometimes you, 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 sometimes you are your own roadblock. And I, I tell myself that so sometimes you could get out your own way. Sometimes you have to get out your feelings and cause it's human nature are naturally jealous people anyway. Naturally, that's just a flaw that we have in, in our DNA that we automatically envy people. We not, might not be extremely jealous, but we have that gene. You know what I mean? You've probably said that's, in a passing go, Oh, I wish I had this person's life. You know what I mean? It's just what we have. It's just something that we have in our head. So I realized I have to stay, get out my own way and just say, you know what? I'm not in competition with nobody. I'm only competition with myself. And I promise you, when I started thinking that way, everything started opening up for me and everything started making sense. And I had less anxiety, less stress because I just realized, okay, cool. You're in competition with yourself. It's not being braggadocious, not being conceited, it's not being cocky. It's more of like, okay, I'm not comparing myself to any other people because if I'm doing that, I'm leaving myself with depression because I'm going, I'm not where I need to be because this person is where they need to be. So I say, you know what? Cut out the middleman and focus on yourself. And that's what I did. I focused on myself and my comedy career actually took off a little bit better than just me going home to, I just got caught this show. You know what I'm and people might say, oh, Koo's arrogant. No, Koo just knows where he's at. Gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> just always always be your, your yourself. It's your competition. Be the best person you can be every time you wake up. And that's all that is. It's prima simple as hell. That's, that's good <laughs> advice. That's some, you know, only compete with yourself. You know, yeah. I, um, I just finished reading this book by Deepak Chopra, which is called Magical Mind. And uh, he, he was talking about how we are kind of in a subconscious hypnosis. Like he said, our sensory experience is programmed. And he said, uh, most people are victims of societal thinking. They conform to their environment. They become right. consistent with the level of success that they see around them, the attitudes they see around them. You know, he was talking about, they did this experiment with people who were over a hundred and, um, they went to certain parts of the world to see how people over a hundred were living. And they went to the mm -hmm. certain part of the world and um, the people there were riding horses and swimming and doing marathons and, you know, just living these extremely vibrant lives. And they were like, okay, is it their diet? Is it their genes? Is it, what is it? They couldn't find any difference except for in that particular area. The idea of aging was that you got better with age. Yeah, absolutely. You got better with time, that you got wiser and stronger. I believe that. And, and in a lot of other areas of the world, it's aging is synonymous with disease and being infirm and all that. They didn't have any of that there, so their population over 100 was just super vibrant because they were surrounded with people who had given them that permission and that in to live. hypnosis, yeah, that I can 
I can be this at a hundred. I don't have to be way down here at a hundred. Absolutely. Because I mean, yeah. I mean, because society they put you when you turn certain age, they're like, oh, time for to put you in old folks home. You know what I mean? It's like, wow, <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty, pretty bad. So yeah, society makes you feel bad for being old. And I tell women all the time, I go, look. I mean, some women are afraid to tell the age. I'm like, why? Mm. You should treat yourself like wine. You, 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 you get better with age. And they're like, oh, I like that. Like, yeah, because women are all like wine. They, they taste better with over time. And yeah, people just, yeah, it's the stigma of being old. And I can't wait to be old. I, I can't wait to be that 100-year-old guy. I can't wait. I can't wait to live that kind of life. Because age is what the number to number. That's, That's how true. you feel. That's true. You're right. How you feel. That's what makes you old. Because I've been around... 20 year olds, I'm like, oh boy, you act like you're 70. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But they're young. And then and that is the sad part when, a, when you see a young person acting old and they just don't want to do anything. That let me know, okay, you're you're not you're not gonna make it if you're gonna feel that you know, that, that kind of attitude, you know what I'm saying? And that's what happened is with this whole COVID-19 and people can't go to school no more. So it just forces people to be at home and not understand it. That's a it's a big word outside. But they don't get to it because they're just stuck in this little house. You're so right. it puts age on you. You're right. And and speaking of it's a big world outside and people don't get to see it, sometimes we are limited by what we've been exposed to. Right. And because we haven't been exposed, we don't even know it's out there. And so it's beyond our limitation. I think about, I think it was Les Brown or somebody talking about the four-minute mile. And he was saying that there was a time when people thought the four-minute mile was an impossibility. Nobody could do it. And then somebody broke it. And then after that, it was a whole bunch of people, like 25 people in a row broke it. Because right. societally, they, they saw, oh, it can be done. Well, if he For did sure. it, I can do it too. You know what I mean? And that's why representation is so important. Boy. You know, because when people see, let's say, for example, a black ballerina. Well, if she can be a, you know, a prima ballerina, well, I can too. You right. know? But before that, they were like, there's no black prima ballerinas. There's no black this. There's no black that. You know, so again, going back to consistency, sometimes we got to be willing to be the first, even if there isn't a first. You know? Absolutely. That's why when Black Panther came out, it was huge. It was a huge, huge pop culture phenomenon that it is funny that I'm from Africa and when that movie came out, was, I, I never see so many people so proud about African stuff. I was like, Africa's been out for like a thousand, some millions of years. Okay. You guys, one fictional movie made you want to wear dashikis. It, it was, people had like pride, you know, it is like black people had pride. And I'm like, okay, I get the sentiment. I enjoy that, but we've been doing this forever. I mean, you should have been excited about African stuff, you know, and, but it's sad that it had to be a movie to get grown ass people to be excited about something, you know, and I was like, it was great, but at the same time, it was like disturbing mm. because there are people that wanted to go to Wakanda. Like, we wanted to buy tickets. Delta Airlines had to say, Look, that's not a real place. <laughs> Take your black ass to Atlanta. <laughs> well, I agree with you. Uh, Wakanda and Black Panther was, it was a paradigm shift. People, some people had never thought what would. Africa or what would black people, what would, what would we have been like if we had never been colonized? That was a whole new thought for some people to think we could have, and you know, become all of this because right. we had these great civilizations or to even think 
Some people didn't even know there was something before slavery. I mean, they just thought we were just slaves was the beginning. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it kind of, I think it hope it helped people to think about history differently. Think about themselves. Black people think about themselves differently. Think about our culture differently. I think it just opened people's eyes. And, and again, talking about stepping out of that box, self-reflection. Sometimes you got to self-reflect in a different way, think different thoughts rather than right. think the negative thoughts, as you said, wanting to be positive, not only wanting to be positive about yourself, but about your culture and, and to throw off some of the things that have people have told you that are not positive about your culture and say, let me research, let me find out what's really true. Cause I know that there's beauty in every culture. You know? Again, that's what I'm saying. It's like you just said, it's beauty in every culture, but the common person does not know that they go by what they see on movies. And that's just the infuriating part about it. It's like that's Africa. It's one of the most beautiful continent in the world, but they don't know that because they go by, like you just said, slavery. Then that's what Africa started. It's like, no, there were Kings and Queens and own land. And we had our own businesses. We had like, it was just literally so much stuff came from Africa that people don't even understand. But obviously the news always shows the the bad part of Africa and it promotes that propaganda like it's bad over there and civil war and stuff like that. And it scares the average person from going, but no go. I'm from Nigeria. We we've had a civil war since nineteen sixty eight. So we good. So it's a good country. But people just don't think about stuff like that. They're like, man, I don't know where to go. And I'm like, if you're black, go. Go to Africa. See where the world see what civilization started from. If you don't believe in God, you're going to hear God talking because you're going to see some stuff going, wow, this sound, this is the most beautiful thing I've seen in my life. And you're like, yeah, that's because that's what God created right there. Oh, it's awesome. I definitely want to go. That's on my bucket list to go to Africa. Really? Yeah. You should have been gone. Awesome. The world's about to end. You better hurry up and go. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm you gonna, better hurry up and go to that place. money to go to Africa. It don't matter where you go. Just do, do the whole coming to America. The little global thing. Just go. All right. I'm going to this place. Just point and just go. Just go to it. I don't care where it is. Okay. Don't go to Congo. But anyway, else, but just, <laughs> <laughs> just go somewhere nice. Because well, Africa is beautiful. It's God's I, country. I know it's beautiful, and I and it's been calling to me. I know it's it's been calling me. I had my DNA done. I found out I'm actually 42 percent Nigerian. You know, I found that out. So well, I mean, you, know, you got to remember the slave trade. It took a lot of Nigerians. A lot of from the, a lot of slaves came from the west part of 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 Africa. So they took a lot of Nigerians, a lot of Ghanaians, and they were the core uh, slave crops. Just to say the word like that, because they were bigger people mm. and the white people didn't want smaller people. That's why they never got the Mexicans to bring them here. They, they look for bigger people so because they feel like we can work harder and stronger. So that's what they did. They picked a lot of they went to the western part of Africa because it's had traditional bigger people. That's why they got people here. That's why a lot of accessories are Nigerians. Yeah, I did not know that. So you taught me something today. So I wanted to, I wanted you to tell people how they can find you, how they can follow you. Which how can they find me? Oh my God. They can find me on blackpeoplemeet.com, MySpace. <laughs> no, you can find me on Facebook. Just put uh, at KU, last name is E-G-E-N-T-I, and it should pop up on Instagram, it's, uh, Twitter, 
Facebook, and of course my talk show. Just put standing room only TV show, and that should pop up. And is there anything that you want to leave the guests? Because we're going to have to wrap up, you know, any messages about. Oh, wow. How long is this podcast? This is the shortest podcast of all time. This is like 30 minutes. It's, 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 yeah, it's, it's going to be, it's, I don't want it to cut off in the middle of our conversation. So yeah, it's going to be like, yeah, that's why that's what I told you with Zoom. We're going to have like a limited amount of time, you know, I get it. Yeah. No, what I'm going to leave with the people. Yeah. Just, uh. Just, I don't know, man. It's it's crazy. I would say 2021. It's I'm already I'm already done with 2021 already. I'm already done. It's like this day 10. This day number 10 is like oh god. It's not even a, it's not even half of the year yet, and already the world is ending. So, man. But hey, just be positive. Hopefully, Biden can do a great job. I mean, anything's better than what we had for four years. So, yeah, I would say. Keep hope alive. <laughs> Keep hope alive and self-reflecting. Please, always self-reflect because it's very important because you never know who you're going to touch. And that's who you're going to uh, inspire and people go, hey, I remember when I talked to this guy from this country. Or I remember when I talked to this guy from this country. Or just always remember you're reflecting other race and not even know it. And I think it's, it's very important for Black people to hear that as well because the stigma of black people being violent and being ignorant and uneducated. And so when you, I take pride when I walk outside and I go and I, a white person tells me, Hmm, I didn't never expect that from you. I've changed his mentality when it comes to black people. So always remember that, that we are the smartest race. We are, we are the original people and should carry ourselves as that and always think of that. And remember the, the loudest person in the room gets the least respect. <laughs> the loudest person in the room gets the least respect. Respect, And we got to respect each other. And that's all I'm going to leave. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, you, you've given some great nuggets. And, and I am going to take your advice. And I'm going to get to Africa as soon as Get I to can. Africa, girl. Get there. <laughs> go. Get somebody got a buddy pass or something and go to Africa. Yes, I'm going to go and, and, and just see the beauty because I like how you said uh, when you get to Africa, you're going to see God. You're going to see what he created. And, and Oh, yeah. It's, it's, I've been there twice, and every time I go back, I realize, why do I bitch about stuff? You know, it's like the, the stuff that we bitch about here in America is insane to me. Mm-hmm. That we go to Africa and go, oh, my God, this is how people live and people having a good old time? It's kind of like what you just about the people that's 100 years old. When, when you're in that area and you see people like you, you don't feel pressure to go, this is something wrong. Like when I went back home, I got to see people living in huts mm. and in a good old time. Mm. No power, living in the huts. They go do what they need to do and come back to the house, cook, eat, go to sleep, do the same thing all over again, and don't see nothing wrong with it. And I go, wow, how do you, how do you, how do you live like that? Mm. So when I came back to America, I realized I can't be fussing about my light bill and stuff like that. I pay, I pay. I don't know. No. You know what I mean? I can't let that stress me out. And that's how Africa is. They don't, the littlest things don't stress people out out there. They don't. They just realize we just surviving. I have a, a teacher who's from Ghana and he always says, you have to do three things in life. You have to be connected to nature, to God and to community. 
And once you get that straight, you know, you are centered, you are grounded, and it'll make your make your life so much easier. And he says we all had the same purpose to bring beauty, harmony, and communion to the world. And if we focus on those two sets of things, our commitment and our connection with God, nature, and community, and bringing beauty, harmony, and communion, he's like, your life becomes so simple, so easy, because you're you're focusing on just the the things that make life matter, the things that... I believe that. So that was very powerful to me. No, that's super powerful. That again, that's community. I mean, we can we can fuss about the government not taking care of us. It's for us to police ourselves. Mm. The government is gonna be the government regardless, because the government is still made of people. Yeah. You know what I mean? They just happen to be in the power. Yes. At the end of the day, it's what you what it, how you treat your neighbor. Again, it goes back to self-reflection. Again, like I said, how do you reflect yourself? How do you want to be seen to the world is how people are gonna perceive who you are. So if you're if you're not conscious of that, you're part of the problem. Mm, it's it's like very that. key. It's very very key to do that because I'm telling you because people don't understand that. Like we are raised to be individual Americans. You have to be individual. You're, you're everybody's an individual, and I think that's causing the division right now because there's no family, mm. there's no community. Like you said, everybody's trying to be every man for themselves. You know what I mean? They only preach they only preach unity when something bad happens. Like we're American, like 9-11. We're not we're Americans. We're just not supposed to happen to our country. But it was like a month was 9-11, never forget. And we were close for like a week and a half. Then next you know, back to being individuals again. You know, he, that's just American. That's just the, the selfish American dream. Everybody doesn't care about their neighbors. They don't care about you, it's all about me, 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 me. And that's the problem. There's no community. It's not. I, I remember I remember seeing the community like like prime example a friend of mine told me she goes, I liked when the black people were segregated. I was like, wow. She goes, because that's when black people were together. Because all we had was each other. I don't like that idea, but I understand why she said that. I don't like that idea, but I could see that because again, when you're when you're forced to be united for a messed up cause, you tend to do stuff together, obviously. But why don't we all still keep the same energy now? I hear you. I hear you. Keep the same, just keep the same energy. I mean, we don't have obviously we don't have Kukos playing burning crosses in our front door, but they they are out here. Yeah. We still need to keep that energy and raise each other, look out for each other, and want people to do well. And I think that's the problem. We don't, we don't want people to do well. We want to, I want to do. I want to be. I want to be a star person. I want to be a person. That's, you know what I mean? If somebody called me on the phone, like, "Hey," or inbox was like, "Hey, cool, I want to do a talk show." I'm like, "Yo," I give my advice. But they do, they do it. You know what I mean? But that's paying it forward. Right. That's what Denzel Washington said. Denzel, Denzel Washington says, <clears throat> "You can't take it with you when you die." Right. 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 You know what I mean? <laughs> you can't take it with you. And so you, when somebody hits you up and go. Hey man, can you have advice for me? That's the least you can do. The least you can do is give them advice. Like, hey, this what this what I did. It might not work for you, but this what worked for me. I try to be an open book. I I agree with that. My Angelou said, "When you learn, teach." Yes, absolutely. Yeah. What's the point of you? That's the thing. That's what some black people mentality is like. We we search like oh, I'm not teaching you nothing. I'm like, you gotta learn on your own because I learned on my own. It's like no. You gotta show people. You gotta show people the fucking way. 
Like, hey, this is this is how you're supposed to do it. And how do you how will you be great if nobody around you is not great? That's true. That's exactly <laughs> what I was talking about before about what you see around you. Because if we see each other excelling, it should be it should be a motivation to move forward. It should be a motivation for everybody to move forward and everybody to move up, you know. Sometimes people don't see it that way. That's the way I see it. That's the way you see it. So, so we're no. This is saying how do you? That. Oh yeah, because I believe in that. I really, been, and and God's gonna bless you because you're paying it for it. You're you're helping people out. You know what I mean? I'm not seeking blessings. Right. I know God got me. I know that. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I know He got me. So I'm always be me. So I'm not worried about somebody stealing my essence or stealing my idea. I'm like that's fine. You steal my idea. That's fine. I already give you the idea. Hmm. Now what you do on it with it is on is. That's all you. But at the end of the day, it's only you. It can be only you. It can only be me. All I can do is, like Michael says, teach. Right, right. I'm, and I, so I'm trying to be as transparent as possible. I like. I think that's a good good point to end on. To be as transparent as possible. Yeah. I think that's a powerful ending point. So I want to thank you for joining us on Zenergy. Thank and, you for having me. Yeah, and I, I wanna I wanna wish you all the success in the world with standing room only and your comedy. Thank you, career. likewise to you as well. Because you. you you're legit. You have a whole video. You had my pitch. You say you wanted ten pictures. I'm like, that's a lot of pictures of me. Jesus, what are you gonna do with all these pictures? <laughs> I don't even like seeing myself. I don't like to see all ten I, I of my pictures. I don't necessarily like to put pictures of me out there, but you know, people. What I have found from doing social media is people respond to pictures. Yes, they, they do. respond to pictures much more than text. So if I put several pictures up, they're likely to look at them and they're likely to sure. be like, who is this person? Let me see who this person is. It makes them more curious. And because Instagram lets you put 10 pictures on a post, I like to put 10 pictures, you know, <laughs> and then I can always. So what if, what if Instagram lets you put 50? You going to oh, take 50 no, of my I'm pictures? Not, I'm not going to do that. No, 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 no. I'm not going to do that. No, but also it gives me, um, you know, when I put out different clips later, you know, when, when I clip this, it gives me the opportunity to put out different pictures of you on different clips, you know, so that it, it just gives me some versatility. Just some, I'm just messing with you. Yeah. I just, you know me, I'm a, I'm a comic. I'm a cynic. I was like, I was like 10 pictures a lot. They're like, what's going on with pictures? Well, <laughs> I mean, funny. you know, it was up to you. You know, you could have sent me two. You could have sent me one. You could, you know, I just wanted. To well, we end up we agreed on five, right? We did. That's, we did agree on go. five. So there you that's go. That's called that's beat you halfway. It's like I literally halfway. It's like, all right, you want ten? I'll give you five. Exactly. <laughs> yes. So thank you for coming on. Thank you. Thank for you so much. And I'm gonna sign off. So may you walk in Zenergy. There you go. Thank you, Zenergy. All right. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. My name is Zenai Shea, and I have a weekly podcast called Zenergy, which is fuel for the mind, body, and soul. And this is the Zenergize Your Life Goal Setting Package, Volume 1. It comes with the workbook, a journal, stickers, a bookmark, tabs, and a QR code where you can find my podcast. And inside this workbook, you're going to have 16 different principles. The first one I'm going to show you mine is abundance. You have a place to put pictures that inspire you of role models, also pictures of goals that you want to create, 
goals, journal prompts, meditations, affirmations, all kinds of things to help you focus on this principle to better your life. And like I said, there's 16 principles. So this is a $15 package that comes with all of these things I've shown you, $21 with shipping and handling, and you can get it at laughsandlyrics.com. So Zenergize Your Life with me. Thank you. Thank you.